Marvel just dropped a teaser for the wedding of Emma Frost and Tony Stark, and we're going to break it down. What's up, Familia? Dayspring here, hearing the wedding bells for Tony Stark and Emma Frost. I'm kind of excited for it. I got to be honest with you. I'm not not loving this. I mean, we're going to break this down. I think there's a lot more to this image than meets the eye, but upon my initial reaction... I'm really excited for Emma Frost and Tony Stark to get married. Listen, I think Emma Frost and Scott Summers make sense. I wish this was the wedding of Scott Summers and Emma Frost. Those are the two characters I ship and want together. But Scott is with Gene. That's just how it is right now. But, you know, the wedding of Tony Stark and Emma Frost is something that's been hinted at since they released a 2019 history of the Marvel Universe. And we sort of got it like a flash forward to things. Right, we saw the king in black, we saw the rise of Hulkling, and it also said the wedding of Tony Stark and Emma Frost. So, you know, all the other things had come true, so we assumed this was going to come true as well, and they have made good on their promise. We'll break down everything the article on IGN said, and we'll go over Dugan's quote. I will say I've talked to a few people in the X office, and they said they were absolutely not doing the wedding of Tony Stark and Emma Frost. In fact, it was supposed to be the wedding of Tony Stark and Hellcat. (laughs) And that's clearly not the case because they are doing Emma Frost and Tony Stark to what degree we're going to see. Obviously, this is just the first teaser image that was released, but we talked to Steve Orlando over a year ago, and he said, no, Tony and Emma are not getting married. Maybe Patsy will put on a skinned Emma face, you know? He was being facetious when he said this, you know, but but we're not telling that story. And I saw Dugan at Megacon, and he said, we are not doing the wedding of Tony Stark and Emma Frost. Harry Dugan himself. What's going on, man? Hi, how are you? Um, okay, so we have to ask about Emma and Tony. Are you a stan? Are we going to see the wedding of Emma Frost and Tony Stark? First of all, you don't have to ask, but since you did. Uh, no, I'm writing uh, a little of Emma and Tony, and I'm uh, writing them in Iron Man. She's guest starred a little bit at the top and uh you know you'll just have to wait and see where the story goes but it's uh you know fall of x is going to be dangerous for everybody there's that clip right there you see i point blank asked him about that but we're getting this image now they took us they took a lesson out of the andrew garfield school of denial when he used to say he was not going to be in spider-man no way home so Obviously, again, I think this image, there's much more than meets the eye on what's happening here. But why don't we break down the article that was released on IGN Dugan's quotes, and we'll sort of take it from there. All right. So the article, which debuted an hour ago, says Marvel Comics teases the wedding of Tony Stark and Emma Frost. Wedding bells are ringing again in the Marvel Universe, but this time it's probably the last two characters anyone would have expected to tie the knot. Again, listen... Yes, I, I. these are perpetual bachelors, I guess. But I think Emma would have married Cyclops had AVX not happened. I think Scott and Emma, we saw that X-Men the end, that they would end up happily ever after. So I think under the right circumstances, Emma would have married, you know, Cyclops. But Tony Stark, you know, I'm not too invested in the character, neither here nor there. But sure, I mean, we did have him. We, we were teased the wedding of Hellcat and Iron Man. So there. IGN. 
can exclusively reveal that Emma Frost and Tony Stark will be getting married in the pages of X-Men number 26 and the Invincible Iron Man number 10 this fall. All right, so X-Men number 26 is part of the fall of X. Obviously, we have the fall of X logo. So whatever happens with Tony and Emma is going to be post Hellfire Gala Massacre. So already this is going to be a very misleading cover because I don't think everyone on this on this cover is going to be alive and present at Emma's wedding. <laughs> Both issues are written by Jerry Dugan and Stefano Caselli drawing X-Men number 26 and Juan Figetti drawing the Invincible Iron Man number 10. The plot twist is the latest example of increased connectivity between the X-Men and Iron Man lines in recent months. Check out Lucas Warneck's combined cover to both issues below. Yeah, this is a beautiful cover. You know, we're seeing this that they're pairing the X-Men closely with Wanda, with Spider-Man, with Iron Man, with the Eternals, right? With the Inhumans. It seems like this is an ongoing thing that happens uh, with with the X-Men. They're always being teamed up with others. I don't know how sales are for Iron Man, but this is the latest example of the X-Men always being paired up with other heroes to sort of boost their cachet. I'm not trying to be shady when I say that. I think the Avengers and certainly Robert Downey Jr., they're household billion-dollar brands. But in the comics, I don't think they've reached the level of popularity that the X-Men have. So again, I think Spider-Man, I think Iron Man, these are characters that transcend the X-Men's popularity from a household MCU perspective. But I think within the comic books it's really interesting that the x-men always get paired up with spider-man and dark web wanda and trial of magneto the avengers right in avx the inhumans and ivx judgment day you got the eternals and now tony stark and emma frost i don't know what the sales are like for for invincible iron man but you know once again the x-men are being put into the larger marvel universe it's really interesting it's an interesting approach it's tough to imagine Emma Frost marrying anyone. I disagree with that. Again, like I said, I think she and Cyclops would have married if the X-Men, the end timeline, you know, had a chance to fully realize itself, especially someone as vain and headstrong as Tony Stark. That's not even getting into the currently strained relations between mutants and humans in the Marvel Universe. But as Dugan explains, the confusion surrounding this unlikely pair is a big part of the story being told. I don't know if I think they're, it's as confusing as it sounds. I think it's rushed. Don't get me wrong. This is 100% rushed. But I think if Emma and Tony, you could sell me on Emma and Tony. How about that? We saw them during Civil War. We saw them during AVX. The characters kind of have like a spark. They're big, larger-than-life personalities. I could definitely see them at like a New York gala. Like I'm just picturing like my job and seeing this couple, this power couple walk in and just owning the room. And they're both wildly successful and wildly rich. That's how I kind of envision them. So where I agree with you that this is very like last minute, like why? And I'm so confused. Why are they together? I do think the characters, because they're so larger than life, I think they actually could be in real life, a really good couple. And I think if they had planted these seeds for the characters years, you know, in advance that they had like a romance, if if we had started Hawksbox off with Emma dating Tony Stark, I could believe the wedding right now. Again, 
I think there's potential here for both these characters. I'm not saying that it's been realized. I think it's the opposite. I'm like, yes, you're right. This is completely left field. However, I can be sold on them as a couple because I think they have a lot in common. And I think them as a couple makes sense in universe, given how they are. All right, ran over. Let's continue with this. Dugan adds, neither seems like the marrying type. Dugan tells IGN why this works and how this works and how much fun this is, whether their marriage works or not, will need to be seen to be believed. And you'll have to buy it to find out. Okay, yes, of course, we're going to buy it to find out. <laughs> okay, such a ridiculous thing to say. We have to buy it to find out. Yes, so we we can also tune in to find out. Don't worry, you, are, we're, you can assume you're getting our dollars, Dugan. They certainly don't seem like they're ready to be married to anyone. Agreed. I, I 100% agreed. I like them together, but I don't think they, they are ready to get married to anyone. I agree on that. Let alone to each other, but life can change quickly. Yeah, life is going to change drastically once the Hellfire Gala is over. I, everyone's going to be in shambles. Dugan adds, while both are image-conscious public figures, yep, agree, I have to say, I don't know that either would care what the public thinks. Agree. Love is love. That said, while they have little in common, they are both capitalists with a capital C. So perhaps that's a commonality that will allow their marriage to thrive. I, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is the most absurd statement. Love is love. It's fine. Like, I get it. Love is love. You're, you're being like tongue in cheek with this. But it's such a weird thing to say with Tony Stark and Emma Frost. I don't believe... They love each other in a very meaningful way. And again, I can be sold on the relationship. I can be sold on a romance and that they love each other. But the fact of the matter is, we are now in June and they're going to be married this fall. You're, you don't editorially have enough time to tell me that these characters are going to all of a sudden fall in love and love is love. You know, the capitalist with the capital C, I don't like getting into politics here, but it's just such an absurd statement to make. Yes, they are capitalists. Tony and Emma are capitalists. That that much is very true. But it just seems like such a weird thing to like drop here. Like because we're both capitalists, we're gonna get married. It's just that's such a weird statement to make. Dugan also makes it clear this wedding is a natural outgrowth of his ongoing plans for Invincible Iron Man, which has already seen Tony's life torn to shreds by a villain named Phalong. Frankly, getting married is the first good thing that's happening to Tony since the series launched last year. Dugan says, I think the strategies and goals of the villains of the moment make for a wonderful problem for both Tony Stark and Iron Man. We're executing on Invincible Iron Man as though it were the armor wars to end all armor wars. Phalong owns the tech outright and has baked all of his advancements into 30-foot tall sentinels. Just a single one of these units almost wiped the Sentinels. They are giant, huge problems from the Marvel Universe. Tony must defeat Phalong if he can. Iron Man must figure out how to deal with the Stark Sentinels and their production. It's been perfect, and much as I love Tony and Iron Man, I've been having a lot of fun writing him into impossible situations and kicking the shit out of him. I have the best job. So this is what I think is going to happen. I think this is going to be a political PR marriage. That's all it's going to be. I think what's going to happen, the Sentinels, the Stark Sentinels and Nimrod are going to attack the mutants at the Hellfire Gala. It's going to murder everyone. It's going to be a huge PR nightmare for Tony and, and Emma. Even though I think Emma 
I just released a video saying I think Emma's going to die at the Hellfire Gala. I, I Again, I, I love an image of Emma looking around and seeing everyone that she has worked hard, like this entire society she's worked so hard for in ruins and her covered in blood and the Nimrod, you know, killing her. I think editorially that makes for a great dramatic moment. I was wrong. It looks like we are getting the wedding of Emma Frost and Tony Stark. But I think it's going to be a political marriage. I think Tony needs to get into Stark Productions and find out what these Stark Sentinels are all about. I think Emma is going to have to try to rebuild mutant society afterwards. I think they're going to have a common enemy in that Phalon character, and they're going to come together. I think, you know, the Stark Sentinels are going to be a large part of the problem for the Hellfire Gala. We already saw that on Free Comic Book Day. And I think Emma's going to want to resolve this problem as well, along with Tony. So I think they're two going to come together and we're going to find out that it's just a PR marriage. And Emma is going to start bringing people together after the Hellfire Gala. She may establish her own team. Think about Emma now with Tony Stark's resources, the first thing Emma Frost is going to do is she's going to do two things. One, open up a school or start her own team, right? Because that's what Emma Frost does. So that's my feels on these characters. You know, again, I, I under under any other circumstances, I would be 100% excited. I know I get so many DMs and people are like, no, Emma Frost and Tony Stark together. That doesn't make any sense to me. And I've been like, no, this totally makes sense. I think within this context of them getting married, just because it's going to be the fall of X, I think the Krakoa is going to go away. Tony Stark has Phalong that he has to deal with. I think they're going to be like the enemy of my enemy is mine. So I think they're going to come together and they're going to try to save the Marvel Universe. And by doing that, they're going to get married. And what reasoning behind it, I'm sure Dugan will drop there. I got to tell you, I wasn't loving Dugan's quotes here. I'm happy he's doing something that is working towards something. I, I I have to tell you, I have to tell you, I'm not reading the weekly X-Men title as it comes out. I skim it and then I wait for it to come onto the Marvel Unlimited app and I just read it all back to back. My biggest chief complaint about Dugan's X-Men is that it doesn't seem to be going anywhere. It doesn't work towards anything. And in fairness to Dugan, the Hickman X-Men didn't really go anywhere. You know, it, it is what it is. But, you know, I, I want I want these books to be kind of working towards something. So if he's been working towards this, if we're going to get the wedding of Tony Stark and Emma Frost, great. You know what I mean? I will say I wish they hadn't done the wedding of Hellcat and Tony Stark. It kind of cheapens this. We're like, okay, here we go. But one of the things that I'm tired of, and I've mentioned this in previous episodes, I'm tired of an X-Men boat, and I'm tired of having a Hellfire Gala every year. I think they would be smart to change it up every year. So one year you have the wedding of Tony Stark and Emma Frost, and that's your big glitzy, glamorous event. You know what I mean? You, you, and for that, you vote for who will Emma's maid of honor be or who will sit on the council or which obscure mutant should be resurrected and brought back to the books, you know? And you can do different kinds of events and, and votes like that that still engage the readers. Because again, in fairness to editorial, I think the Hellfire Gala and I think the X-Men vote just generate a lot of interest and a lot of hype. However, you have the inherent problem that you are aging the Marvel Universe as you do this. This is going to be our third Hellfire Gala. Yes, the X-Men are immortal, but the rest of the Marvel Universe is not. So presumably everyone from Tony Stark to Wanda to Hellcat to Black Panther to Luke Cage to Jessica Jones have all aged 
three years since Krakoa has started. The X-Men doesn't matter. The X-Men just resurrect at their prime age. They can be immortal for as long as they want, and they can look and be any age they want. But the rest of the Marvel Universe is not. So do different kinds of events. Do a wedding. Do a party. You know what I mean? That really, that is really different and unique. Because again, I agree. I think it generates a lot of interest. Anyways, okay, rant over. That is my unbiased feel. Sorry for the lighting. I had to record this last minute. I tried to do it with my glasses, and I was like, whoa, these glasses don't look too good under this lighting. But anyways, let's break down this cover too, though. Let's just take a look at this cover, and let's see who is in attendance. Obviously, the one person who is missing from this cover that I'm just like, what? Is, of course, Christian Frost. I would love Christian Frost to be there with the cuckoos. This goes to what I was kind of saying in other previous videos. Like, it just, it's weird to me that you would emphasize so much on Christian Frost during Marauders. And then all of a sudden you're doing a cover for Emma Frost's wedding and you don't include him here. It's kind of weird to me. Like, I really wish Christian would have been there with the, with the cuckoos, you know, because you have Polaris there in the background holding her coffee. And I'm like, why is Polaris even there? You know, why is Firestar there? She hates Emma. I know the relationship is being worked on. Yes, she's on the X-Men. But, you know, I'm just kind of like, you know, like, why isn't Sean Cassidy there? Why isn't jubilee there you know it's it's little questions i'm asking but like, it's fine i get it this is just a cover it is not meant to be you know what's true inside the actual book so i understand that. i understand i'm being nitpicky but gene and cyclops are there and one a couple of things one i don't believe gene is going to come out of fall of x okay so you know that that i'm sorry uh, we have Cyclops there, and he looks a little somber, and obviously Gene is holding his hand. So, okay, that's kind of like a cute nod to Emma and Cyclops' relationship. Kitty's there. Captain Kate, Shadowcat with a K. Stepford Cuckoos all looking amazing. That makes sense that they'll be there. Exodus and Hope Summers, okay? Destiny and Irene. You know, Emma worked with them during Inferno, so why not? Sebastian Shaw with a sinister smile in the background. <laughs> Rogue, who looks amazing, but where's Gambit? Why isn't Rogue there with Gambit? You would think she'd have her husband there as a wedding date. As the other married couple on Krakoa, you'd think they would be there together. Storm, I would love it. It would slap to me if Storm and Jean were also part of Emma's wedding party. Like, I get it, it's a cuckoo's, I get it. But I think my face would crack if it was kind of like a Brooke Shields being a maid of honor to Kathy Griffin. You know, it's more of a publicity, publicity move stunt. Like, if we had Storm and Jean as, as, as bridesmaids for Emma, I think that would be hysterical. Colossus is there. We know he's not up to no good. Sink is in the background. Love how he looks there. Iceman. I would love for Iceman to be standing next to Christian and them just looking really awkward and like Romeo is there. Again, this drama writes itself. You have Christian Frost, who is in Emma's wedding party. Iceman, who has a very complicated relationship with Emma, but is also dating Romeo and has dated in the past Christian Frost and ah, friction at the wedding. But so that's the X-Men side. And we have Polaris, of course, there with her coffee, which is absolutely hysterical. Uh, we have Wasp and Ant-Man front and center. Look how thirsty Wasp is. Do you think Janet designed Emma's wedding dress? No, it was Jumbo because Jumbo's actually talented. Janet's like, damn it, I should have gotten that client. We have Captain America there, which, you know what? They've actually done a little bit of groundwork for Emma and Captain America. I wonder if that will be a twist. 
We have Sam Wilson, Captain America, who I love this costume. This is one of my favorite Captain America looks, the one Sam wears. I just, I love it. It looks so good. We have Carol Danvers there. We have Thor. We have Wanda. I would love a, a, just a little short of Emma's bachelorette party. And Wanda walks in and Emma is like, oh, no, not the pretender. And Wanda's like, I'm the redeemer now. I think that would be hysterical if we get a bachelorette party. But I think the world's going to be so bleak afterwards that we're not going to get a bachelor party bachelorette party for Emma. We got Photon. We have Ironheart. We have Hulkling and Wiccan. But again, as the other married couple in the Marvel Universe, why are they in the background like that? Like, they should be front and center. I would love for them to be front and center. Spider-Man is also there, which is cute. You know, him and Emma had a really cute moment. Doctor Strange, Vision, Miss Marvel. Boom! And Dayspring from the future as I'm editing this episode. And yeah, I mean, Miss Marvel is on that cover. We know Miss Marvel is supposed to be dead. So again, it's a very symbolic cover. Or Miss Marvel is back and she's alive. <laughs> but why wouldn't she be on the X-Men side then? Because, you know, if they're going to bring her back. I'm pretty sure it's going to be because she's mutant. But anyways, back to the episode. Let's see who else do we have here. Nova, She-Hulk. It looks really good. I'm really excited. So... Let me know your thoughts below on everything. DM, keep it nice. I know this is going to be really contentious among people, but we're just discussing. Let's remember these are imaginary people. They're not actually getting married in real life. But let's let me know your thoughts on everything, and we will closely be monitoring this situation. We'll be closely monitoring this wedding. We're literally going to be covering this on the podcast. That's it. All of September is going to be dedicated to the wedding of Emma Frost and Tony Stark. Can you imagine the variant covers we're going to get? Can you imagine? I want to see Cyclops receiving the news. I want to see Emma's bachelorette party. Again, I don't think we're going to get a bachelorette party for Emma. I really do think this is going to be one of those things. It's like a celebrity arranged marriage. They're going to meet at a conference table. They're going to agree to get married. It's going to be a huge publicity stunt. It's going to be covered everywhere on the weeklies and everyone's going to be like, what? Oh my God, Tony Stark and Emma Frost. But again, they have, they're joining forces in order to save the Marvel universe in order to reestablish Krakoa in order to reestablish the Tony Stark brand. Again, I think it's because the hellfire gala, these Stark Sentinels are going to do a mass extinction of the mutants. And for a show of good faith, Emma, a very highly publicized mutant and Tony Stark will get married. And it's going to be like, look, no, Tony Stark, Tony Stark's wife is a mutant. There's no way he would have authorized the murdering of an entire you know, species on their own island. So let's see where it goes. But anyways, drop your feels. We're done with the rant.